Ice tea. Go a cappella. Now I'm on the West Coast, relaxing and chill, living on the mead streets of Beverly Hill. I have I love it. you way better than a lot of rappers that are making yes. records right now. She is Olivia Munn. Drop my name as much as you can. By the way, say. I am a first class name dropper. The great legendary John Madden, and then on the phone, Steve Marriott. She's. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's the thing. You watch a guy. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're playing this. Mooch, how did you sniff that out so quickly? I I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast, the first one in 2012 with training camps opened. How about them apples? We finally made it to training camp season. The New Orleans Saints opening their training camp on this very day that this podcast is being released as we are getting set for the first preseason game of 2012 on a couple of Sundays on NFL Network, the Hall of Fame game. Uh, The Saints are against the Arizona Cardinals for your viewing pleasure in canton ohio it is just right around the corner and we could not be more excited about that not only here at the nfl network but i'm sure everybody within the sound of this voice is excited that the season is here as we all believe it to be with training camps opening let's be honest players are in jobs are fought jobs are won jobs are lost coaches begin to feel heat And it is on as uh, we are excited to have Josh Freeman, the man who has so many hopes and wishes resting on his shoulders in Tampa, Florida. He is in the flesh, in the studio on this podcast. And I am one uh, guy who's excited to meet him. Never met this kid before. Uh, I've covered him, obviously. I've interviewed him on uh, Bucks Cam once or twice back in the day on NFL Total Access, I believe even on our draft coverage when he was the third first-round quarterback drafted the year that Matt Ryan and Mark Sanchez came into the league in the same first round. Uh, But I've never met him in person and had him sit down uh, as he's going to for a lengthy interview. And uh, I'm excited about that. Chris Law, back from vacation. How are you, sir? Rich, how are you? I'm doing doing good. Back in the, back on the left coast. Back on the left coast. Yes. And Chris Brockman, good to see you here again, sir. Rich, how you doing, buddy? Uh, you did yeoman's work in Law's absence. Thank you, sir. Did You're very double welcome. duty, triple duty. As we uh, we taped several podcasts we did. at once. We had a very busy uh, week and a half. Because I was off last week as well. Vacation, and right? I wanted to make sure that we had fresh shows in the can, as they say in the business, while I was gone. And was, there a, was there a black tie controversy going on? Well, point? there was. Because you were, you, you were gone um, uh, for not only vacation, but personal reasons as well. So that was two straight weeks. We were lawless, as they say. I know. And uh, I don't think this podcast has ever been that way since you've been on board. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, the last time we this podcast existed with two consecutive weeks without you is before you were assigned to this podcast. Yeah, it was like... Uh, back, way October back when. October of 2010, I yes. think. Yes. <laughs> and we only came into existence in, in September, September of, 2000. of 2010. Yeah. So, yeah, we missed you. To well, say it's good that, to be back. Absolutely sure. missed you. Absolutely. And, um, but, yeah, we had uh, Damashek's... Uh, Major Domo, I guess, uh, TD. Turducken, as we call him. The Turducken, black tie. He was here, and and I just, you know, I didn't say on loan from the Damachek uh, football program, and people just started going crazy. 
<laughs> thinking that I'm taking Damashek's... He's got, he's got uh, some... Well, the Shek Republic is, is yeah, filled so. with fanatics, as we know, and zealots. Yes. Um, so, uh, and, and that led uh, to a conversation here about what, what, are, what should... Right. Well, people be called be here. Called? I got a lot of suggests. Did you get suggestions got, as you reach for your, yeah, your handheld device? I, I, I did as well. Starting with starting with our guest from two weeks ago, Alex Sulkin. Okay. Um, the uh, the writer of Ted and big and, Patriots and big Patriots yeah. fan family, and also family, family Guy. guy. Yep. He came up with eyes and ears. Eyes and ears. He's a writer for a living. I'll tell you what. That's the clubhouse uh, leader. Rich. He also had Eisenheimer's. Eisenheimer's. But okay. eyes and eyes and ears, which you know, is there's got a lot working there. A lot working. We uh, should get T-shirts. Or well, we already have the T-shirts, which we're going to give away That's what I later mean, but on. We can get more the, just for us. The punters are people too. T-shirts. We gave one to Brian Anger last week, and, and that, people that went that blew nuts. Up Twitter, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say blowing up, but I mean, we did people get, went nuts. We for did. It. We did get. We did quite. Did get quite. Um, a the re- reaction from our, the online, from our fans. The and online listeners. response was almost akin to Rich's response at the draft. Went crazy, right? You you went crazy. Well, you know, I did say as 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 uh, as, as Brian knows, punters are people too, and and Brian Anger. For those who are just listening now, the third round draft choice of the Jacksonville Jaguars, shocking everybody when the Jags took this punter out of Cal Berkeley, third round, highest. Drafted punter since Todd Sauerbrunn back in the mid nineties. Everybody, ninety five, and he uh, came here with his brother, and he's like, you know what? I was going to make up a T shirt and give it to you, but I didn't. And I'm like, it's funny because you know I actually did it. Nice. And to make one, we had to make like three dozen. Um, and decided we're going to start giving these babies away. If you tweet the hashtag punters are people to to anybody involved with this program, we said just at the Eisen podcast, but we're. Right. Uh, I, got some, I got some. You too, got yeah, some. Yeah. Law, did you get some? I, you weren't I, even yeah, here. I, I know I did. And that's, okay. Uh, be, being the you know the hands-on producer I am, I was listening to the show from the road, and uh, I would have cut his mic and ended the interview right there when he said, when you asked him, the NFL, were you watching the draft on NFL Network or ESPN? He said, he said no. He'd have yeah. been out the door. Well, he could yeah. have been in a Time Warner household, so no, it's no, not like, it may was. not have been by choice. But then he said right. that they got the dish, and now they're what they And then yeah, they're, in. Right. they're in. So they're in. So we also asked you to tweet that, ha- to send that hashtag to my Facebook page as well, uh, to make sure, just in case there are some international followers who are somehow not on Twitter, to give a, an opportunity to be in on this right. and the um response is over when we said we're going to give 5 away last yeah we said we're going to give, give 5 we're going to we'll give away 6 okay 3 to those who tweeted and then 3 to those who facebooked it on this show we'll give away later on the tweeters later on this week when John Lynch future hall of famer let's be honest yes, maybe absolutely. not first ballot but I think he's a future hall of famer perennial pro bowler fox television analyst uh when he joins the podcast we'll give away the facebook ones that's the way we're going to work this thing nice. before we get to freeman though i gotta as you mentioned you were on the as, as you mentioned you're back on the left coast you have yes. east coast roots and ties i do you are a state college man i am okay a, a happy valley man you put the happy in happy valley let's be honest yes um your thoughts on the penn state punishment handed down by the nc2a this very past week. Well, yeah, obviously, it's been a, a a bad few months for that whole part of town. I, I, I something had to be done. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, you can't you can't not do anything. Uh, I think what frustrates most uh, in 
that appreciate or like Penn State is just the process, um, circumventing NCAA rules to basically appease the masses at this point. Mm. I don't really think they're doing this to satisfy. Hold on. Right, hold on a minute. Can you, Brockman, just peek over the edge there? Is there any Kool-Aid over there? No, no, no. Is there Kool-Aid? Look, I don't have yeah, I'm there Kool-Aid. I don't necessarily have a huge problem with the penalties as they came down. Okay. I just have a problem with how they came down. Why? What's the problem? Well, because the NCA is taking the free report, which was paid for by Penn State, and is a comprehensive report. I mean, this guy is the former FBI director. Mm-hmm. But the free report also didn't interview any of the five people involved in, in the case. For their report. Meaning what? You mean the five people, the, the athletic Jerry, director? Jerry Sandusky, and, which you don't really need to interview him. He was found guilty in a court of law. But uh, Graham Spanier, Gary Schultz, or uh, athletic director Tim Curley, obviously they can't interview Joe Paterno. But m- my biggest problem is at what point do you not? does the NCAA then not take carte blanche and make a ruling on anything? I mean, the Baylor case that happened a few years ago involved a cover-up and a murder and a tons of money exchanging hands. And they were sanctioned heavily by the NCAA, right? But you know the the, the field hockey team in at UVA, uh, a, a member of the soccer team killed a member of the field hockey team. Like, you know, at what point does the NCAA not stay out of it? Now, Penn State should be punished by the NCAA, right? But a court of law should decide the punishments first, and then the NCAA come in. So you think it's premature? I, I thought it was a little premature, and it was because there was such a mass media, and we're in such an era of uh, almost a mob mentality and effect. And I don't want to tie the two together because they're well, completely different. But here's what happened- here's here's the timing, though. Is that is that the Football season's right is here. Sure. So I think the NCAA had to act before the season. I mean, Sandusky's already been tried and convicted, right? He hasn't been sentenced yet, no, but that's coming. And uh, on top of it, um, you know, recruiting season's going to be underway essentially as soon as the playing season begins, right? They uh, Soon enough, right. kids are invited on when campus school, and yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Sure. So um, the NCAA, I think, had to act before the season but, began. And in that respect, the free report, I think one of the first questions that was asked of Mark Emmert, the president of the NCAA, at the press conference that took place Monday, was normally you do your own investigations. You know, do you think you jumped the gun here? And he you know, said in no uncertain terms, we couldn't do what the free report just did. Mm-hmm. We, we, we just couldn't do it. I mean, yeah. just, it's, be, it's, it's sort of better than anything that we could have done in terms of looking at 3 million emails and speaking to over 150 people. Now you said that they, you know, that free didn't speak to these three guys who I'm sure can't speak because they're in jail, know, right? No, they're not well, in jail. No, no, they're, they're, they're going to be criminal. Right. They got, yeah, their, 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 their day in court is going to be had and maybe he can't, they can't speak to free, but, it all does come down to whether or not you believe what can be extrapolated from the one email that was sent from the athletic director, Curley, to the president of the institution at the time, Spanier, yeah. that essentially said, we agreed to go to he- child services, but after speaking with Joe, I think we should go in a different direction. And Spanier says, yes. Sounds good, but and again, I'm paraphrasing here. If it's found out that we did this, we could sort of be in the soup. 
And if you take that all to mean that what Curley and Paterno spoke about reversed course of the school going to child services and blowing the whistle on Sandusky right then and there, and if you believe the story is whatever happened with Curley and Paterno switched all this, then I don't know how you can cast any doubt on what the free report said and then what the NCAA handed down. Sure. That's That to me is that's what it's all about right there. And Curley hasn't said anything yet. I'm going to go here and say when Curley has his day in court, Joe Pa is going to get thrown under the bus. Now, that obviously means you can take it thrown under the bus to mean that he doesn't deserve to be thrown under the bus. But I, I think Curley's going to say, you know what? Joe told me this, and right. and it wasn't my idea. But, you know, and then you could say, well, you're sort of his boss as the athletic director. I mean, you just sort of can, you can yeah. just keep on extrapolating this out. Yeah, I, I think the toughest thing for a lot of people to wrap their, their head around uh, in that community, myself included, are – those three of those four guys, I don't really, I didn't really know Schultz as much, but you know Joe uh, Graham Spanier, who you know I graduated with his daughter. I know that they're sure. they're coached uh, or refereed basketball with his uh, other son. Is these are intelligent, smart, good people. So you want to think that the same, you know, you thought the same of McQuarrie, and it's like you want to think that if somebody knew something. They would do something. Didn't but, someone just come forward and say because he was abused, like how would he let this slide? Didn't I see that? I don't know. That is, I didn't see yeah, that. Someone, I didn't someone see that. related to Penn State said that. that. I don't know, man. And and I think you're just gonna. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of head scratching about this. I don't know if the future trials of those three guys are gonna turn anything up. Um, and I, you and you might be wondering this question. To me, just reading what I have in the free report, I've not read this word for word. Reading what I've read about it, if I had to guess the answer to your your question right there, sure. It is that they did all know about the 98 allegation. Yeah. They knew all about it, and nothing was done there. Well, hold or, on. Or, or they couldn't prove it of yeah, Sandusky, the, the, the and nine- Sandusky was allowed to stay on in certain ways, still allowed to come around, still around to be around, even though in the margins of Sandusky's letter to Paterno and the school saying this is the – uh, the things that I'd like to still have in my retirement as he was let out the door in 98. One of the things he said was, I'd like to still have access to the facilities. And according to the free report and what they believe to be Paterno's handwriting was written the words, if it's him, sure. If it's second mile kids, no, there's a liability issue. And so all of that together is that if they did know about 98 and McQuarrie tells them in 01, this is what I'm seeing. They might think, well, listen, if we blow the whistle now, people will start wondering, why didn't we do anything for the last three years? So let's just keep it all quiet, tell Jerry to cut the crap, and hopefully this stops. I mean, that may be what it is. This is all speculation. Yeah, of course. And I don't think, though, that with what happened in 98 – you know that did get prosecuted uh, was brought to a DA and there was and not there were no charges. charges correct so you know if you're if you're Joe or you're these other guys that have known Jerry for 28 years and there's no signs of this it's the same thing that um your coach did at Syracuse with Bernie Fine when he was first you know he he went and batted for his guy and defended right. him and right. he probably doesn't want to believe that's true now right. when the 2001 things happens who knows none of us are there we can't do it so here's my I- problem though is is with the I don't have a problem with the the fine 
I don't have a problem with the loss of scholarships. You know, you have to punish a team. The vacating of wins of Joe's record, uh, I don't have a problem with that, that either. That's what hits the turnovers where they live right there, man. I have a problem with vacating the wins from the players because you're taking it away from those kids who were never coached by Jerry Sanders. Well, that's the issue with the, that's the, issue with the NCAA is that and, and, and why perhaps the death penalty wasn't administered and why people even have a problem with what's been done well, is because how it affects the men, the young men who are there now. Well, and, heard- and, 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 and taking the revenue away from football, that's probably why they didn't axe football completely too is just even leaving the football team alive and the revenue that it generates. I mean, do you know I mean, how, many, how many of the other programs essentially, you know? It's the, it's the third highest grossing football program. Well, right. so, so there are, with Title IX and so many other issues that, that, that takes the money from uh, the football program and keeps other, uh, other athletic programs alive. You know, but you, so, you so, just found so here's, here's what I was just talking about before. So it's actually Graham Spanier who claims he was, quote, personally experienced massive and persistent abuse as a child. So that's going to be when his. When was this? This is going to be his defense. This is from today. This is from this morning. He also came out Tuesday morning and said. Uh, so this is what he's saying. Like, how could he let this slide when he himself was a victim of abuse? He, he did say yesterday Please. again that he never had any idea. He came out with that statement. But. Um, well, he said he didn't have any idea about what he, he didn't. He was never made aware that there was any uh, any sexual activities. Right. How is that? And so he's saying when there's emails of him to Tim Curley saying, well, that's uh, saying in essence, uh, I, I mean, I saying in full, it, well, he said report, in so. essence that I'll go with what you and Joe are telling me. But if it comes out later on, you know, it, it may not look too good for us that we didn't go to child service. I mean. That's crazy. I mean, if that's the truth, and I, let's not continue to speculate on all this stuff when we're when we're when we're not locked in with every fact yeah, and yeah. every t crossed and I dotted. This is just three guys talking about stuff that's a, a major story here right. in in this country for our international listeners, and um and and the fact that they took those wins away from the kids, I understand. You know, they'll know that they won those games in that respect. I mean, you're not. Sure. You know what I mean? But, but the, if I uh, if I see somebody who, who you know, I'm not sitting here and saying that uh what that ninety four game that we've talked about many times here that yeah. Michigan lost to Penn State. I'm not sitting here and saying that Penn State didn't beat Michigan that day just no. because of this. You know, th- th- but you look in the record book, that win doesn't exist for you. The loss still exists for Michigan. It's not like the loss is wiped out, but I, the I, win for you and your school is wiped out. And that knocked Paterno from the winningest coach in NCAA history into eighth place, and, which yeah. is what hits the Paterno legacy directly where it lives. I, I mean, that was a direct say, hit. I mean, Joe, let's which is it. why they vacated those wins, by the way. Sure. And, no, exactly. I know, I'd like to I know, know what, was where do you come off on the statue? Well, did, did the statue I, have I to have come down? I don't have a problem with it because I That's think what the president down, said man. was, um, come on. you know, every game that sh- they show there, there's going to be a mass of, mob of cameras Just out there. Take it away. You don't need that crap. It, if you seriously, if you want to protect the kids who are currently playing yeah. and the future kids, right. take no. that thing away. I mean, you got to take it away. But I, you know, left his name on the um, on the the library well, yeah. because he's like, but this for, is this is now. well. No, I think that that's going to be as as the president said. You know, Joe may have done ex you know all of this stuff with the Sandusky uh, matter that that was ranging from horrible to neglectful to ignorant blah 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 can go on and on but he did 
you know, stand for academic excellence for all those decades, and that's what what yeah. what the Paterno name will stand for there. But taking the statue down, uh, I'd love to know where that thing is, like the lost ark. They, you know, they, like they, they, they put it, it they put it in that massive yeah. storage chamber wherever they put they you know the, the lost ark. It's in the stadium. They're not putting it up in the stadium. Dude. It's in storage in the stadium. You know, it's in the stadium. Yeah, that's what that's where it was reported. No. It was that, that that's is, gonna be like that's gonna be like Hoffa's grave. I was in town You're the day they were taking it. I was in town the day they were taking it down. And what was? Yeah, really? Yeah, I was. The airport is right near there, and I was flying out. I was flying back to L.A. I was gonna say, how long before this statue is stolen? No, yeah, it's gone. That's another reason why they took it because there were students promising to sleep by it all the time. It's just just, you just didn't need to have it anymore. I think though the one thing that most people aren't acknowledging about this entire situation is that. A lot of people want to make it out to be a Penn State problem, and they wanted to say – I, I think the thing I take away from this is Penn State was as cleanly run of a program as any. It's It and Stanford are the only two to never occur, occur an NCAA violation. Until now. Now. But what I'm saying is it's not a Penn State problem. It's a power problem. And you look at any anywhere that has so much power and the ability for that power to be jeopardized and lost, there's going to be corruption and, well, uh, and something's going here's to happen. Well, here's the deal. Here's, in this, and then we'll, we'll move on on this. Um, of course, I just have to disagree. Of course, it's a Penn State issue. I mean, power had everything to do with it. It's too much in the hands of Paterno and the other guys – not telling Joe, hey, man, I don't care what you say. McQuarrie heard this. He saw this. We know something was up maybe in 98. Let's connect some dots here, and let's end this thing. And somebody said no. And according to these emails in the free report, it sounds like it was Paterno. It could have been Curly with Paterno. I don't know. But according to this report, See, I, wouldn't, I don't that want to because I haven't read it. No, I'm, te- I'm just telling you. So... so, so the 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 power has everything to do with it, but the construct of what was going on at Penn State, where somebody didn't tell Joe Paterno. But you're telling me that all that's not time. the same as in in any big SEC school town where football rules it. Or I mean, I don't know. No, well, listen, there's there's a tale there's a tale in this for everybody. Is that is that football schools? football sure, means yeah. too much to certain communities to the point where, but it's we've never seen it uh, mean so much that it subjugates the rights and and, and of, well, of 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 the the personal space let's just keep it well, clean of, this, of underage kids when this man. all happened though there was a school it was the um in virginia not maybe it was virginia military i, I don't want to say what school it was but another school came out and said they had allegations of you know things and then three it was three other things like, this stuff happens i think a little bit more than everybody wants to admit or accept and i just i, I think it's tough to for everyone to generalize that it's a pensy issue this obviously isn't it's horrible but I had a I had a problem with your guy Desmond Howard whenever he was on he was on ESPN yesterday and you know he well serves you right for watching ESPN. Well, he made the he, he made the point that uh, here, here's what he said I have it right here. The one point that people continue to make that leaves a bad taste in my mouth is about the players and how the players shouldn't have to pay the price for what happened, as if they don't have a choice. And then he goes on to talk about how those players can leave the program mm-hmm. and go anywhere they want and they don't mm-hmm. have a choice. Mm-hmm. Or they can do whatever they want. The victims didn't have a choice. I completely agree. This isn't going to be a, a, a odd analogy, mm-hmm. but I'll make I'll make one. Let's say there's some power of corruption at the top of his of his line of work at ESPN, uh-huh. and that four or five of the the higher ups, the biggest higher ups, know about it. Right, and it comes out, and it's a horrible thing. And the FCC comes in and says, "We're shutting you down for one year." 
are you telling me that Desmond Howard had a choice in that and isn't affected by it? Yeah, sure, he can go and he can work at Fox Sports College Football, but it's not the same. It's something different. Your way of life, everything that you know is different. Yeah, I know. So for him to just say that, that those kids, the, the players, I don't feel bad for them. They have a choice. That's who I feel the most bad for is the current team. But, yeah, I mean, what what uh, what Curley and Paterno and Spanier and Schultz did uh, in the early 2000s or the late 90s, um, you know, is a is come home to roost for these kids when they were probably in what grade school back then. Yeah, I mean, five. No, I, I know, I know. I mean, Unfortunately, they they're right. caught up in it, and and in this way line of business, you have to hit the institution, and in so many different ways, sure. so many different ways in the NCAA. So many folks escape the institution and don't get hit at their newest institution. Yeah, that's a problem. Okay, and that's why the NCAA said, as this moves along, we reserve the right to hit anybody wherever they go. And so I was also glad to hear that these kids are are free to go somewhere else. But you're right. If they dreamt of playing for Penn State and they lived for playing for Penn State, now that they are at Penn State, they can't go to a Rose Bowl. They can't go to a Big Ten championship. That dream is suddenly over. They had no, they had no uh, choice in the matter, and they had nothing to do with it. Yeah, agreed. There's, there's, there is no. That, that's true. But in this world, them's the breaks, and the people like Paterno and Schultz and all these guys should know it's not just the decision that that affects them. How many different people, right, in this world make decisions and they think, oh, well, you know, so what? It'll, it'll only mean something to me. It so rarely, rarely just means one individual's mistake just only affects the individual. It's just, it's, it's, it's just the way that the NCAA, what, what, you can't use it. I mean, they did their best to use a scalpel here, right, if you think about it. If you think about it, I mean, they could have just used the, the hammer and ended it. Well, I mean, I, I, I think that suspending the football team for a year i mean in all, all reality it might not have been as bad as as i don't know this. we'll see because that would have affected well i, I don't know the well, 60 the million dollar fine the though, 60 million dollar fine it doesn't have to come from the athletic I mean, department let's either, face by it, the way. The and you know there's here, a, there's a lot of moneyed interest for penn state someone will, someone will end up someone will pony, pony up. up yeah and i mean and i i do feel bad because we've been talking about this for so long and you know obviously the victims are, are no matter what you can mm-hmm. say whatever you want about the record or people losing games they're they're the ones that have the biggest loss but i i guess a few reports have come out that even some of the victims are saying they wish that they were consulted with this because they also like penn state football and they sure. don't want this to happen and nobody wins just the, the thing about this is everybody just loses listen just a horrible I, i'm sure incident. i'm sure uh everybody um involved wishes this didn't happen but the oh, bottom yeah. line is it did and from what it appears to be the case um, with uh, decision makers and what could have been done and what wasn't done, I'll tell you this, this had to be done. And, and I think it had to be done before the season so everybody understands what it's like moving forward. Penn State doesn't have to have this thing hanging over its head uh, about what it's going to be done during games. During games. They have to, they, I, I thought this, the timing was, was, was fine. Yeah. And I think the acceptance of the free report in lieu of an NCAA investigation is fine. Did, and and this Did is, you have any issue with Mark Emmer a, a little bit on his high horse when he was saying the stuff about how big business how big football has gotten at basically saying it at <laughs> Penn State but not addressing the fact that 
every city is going to bid now for the the, the, uh, the plus piece, one game, yeah, well. and they're yeah, going to make eighty million. I mean, you're talking out of both sides. He, not you. He uh, is Chris, talking out of Chris, both sides. I, of I, I hear you. you know, I hear you. Sorry, I'm a little. You're high now. That's why I wanted to ask you. But I, you know, I don't want to be. I wanted to ask I'm you. I'm not totally on the crazy side of nothing should have happened and all of that. Like I agree, M- massive problems and discipline needed to come mm-hmm. down. But I think that it was a little bit of a, a lot of bit of a knee jerk reaction. No, that's okay. The, yeah, this your opinion. Today on the Dan Patrick Show, Bill O'Brien was on, mm-hmm. and uh, if there's one guy though that I that can kind of lead them through this, he he he's great. Well, I'm and, glad I'm glad to hear that because it's going to take a strong-willed individual sure, to yeah. to get through the next four years yeah. and to keep keep players currently and keep everybody recruit new players right and recruit new players. Yeah. It's going to be um, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a tough road to home. Um, Let's get to Freeman, right? No easy transition. Well, right? no, there is no easy transition, right? But the bottom line is this. We have to make one. Yeah. We have to make one. He is uh, He's one of the more uh, young uh, quarterbacks in the league, and he's got a lot on his shoulders. Let's get to him. None other than the starting quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the flesh here in our California studios. Josh Freeman, good to see you. Hey, you too. Thanks for coming in. Oh, it's my pleasure. Appreciate that. How are things? How's life? Oh, What's going on with you? They're good. They're good. You yeah. know, um, just wrapping up a big week out in California. Yeah, out know. in California. Yeah, did, was, did the whole ESPYs thing? Did yeah, no, yeah, the ESPYs things. And then um, last weekend I did, um, my, my left tackle got married uh, up in Pasadena. Donald right? Penn, yeah. Donald Penn got married. Yeah, and he was gracious enough to uh, invite me to be in his wedding. Were so. you in his wedding party? I was. Who else was in the wedding party? I uh, know. Name Who else was there? Well, I mean, Davin Joseph, really. Okay. I mean, uh, the only other buck in there. And then bunch of buddies from uh from back in the day what do you get your left tackle for a wedding what do you what you what you get did you get him something off the registry or did you, <laughs> i know did right you just go or did you just go no, your I, own way I, or no it's uh i mean i don't want to spoil the surprise i got to actually go into his house out in california should be getting there any day so um it's all right this is an air, this is an airing for a couple of weeks all right what do you perfect. got no yeah. i got him a boatload of, of uh, retro jordan shoes and um uh, and a watch but you know that that's not for the wife though you know what i'm saying i mean you know you gotta get that's, I mean, that's a great point it's I'm not his to... birthday josh you know what i mean like it's every the... day is donald's birthday <laughs> i mean come on <laughs> you know what i mean like you've gotta you've gotta welcome the wife True. in that's a, too that's a good point I'm, see i'm listen on this show this podcast and this network we always try to leave the guest in a better spot or leave them as a better more well-rounded individual you've got to you've got to you've got to include the wife you can't i mean because she's probably looking at this thing and going i love she it's one point she is going to look at donald and go listen i love josh he's great you know he's (laughs) he's going to get you a super bowl ring one day i know and you got to protect him but you know what what am i going to do with these jordan shoes i'm thinking i'm thinking gift cards you can't, you can't you can't go wrong with gift cards. No, you, well, I mean, it depends on you know where how much yeah. and from where. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. I mix, I'll, I'll hit up Donald, see what uh what her tastes are. You know, Got to do a, that. Got to yeah, do that. That's um, I appreciate you. Hey, I, you. like I said, I'm just trying to help and make you because you can't have that's we can't have that. I mean, we saw with the Patriots last year with Giselle saying something about Wes that she might regret, and it gets between the quarterback and one of his crucial teammates. Yeah. And we're all sitting here in the media wondering, can they get past what the wife is saying? We don't want that for you. Yeah, I we appreciate don't. that. You bet. That's, you bet. It's looking out, man. And and so Donald got married here. Is he from this area? or yeah, or she's she's from, the, yeah, or the wife's from this no, area? No, Donald's from L.A. Okay. Um, and he, uh, yeah, just 
had a really nice wedding up in uh okay in pasadena at the uh like langham resort it used to be the ritz carlton okay and it was um yeah man it was a beautiful wedding that's great because this is that this is the time of year where people get married because now you can go on a honeymoon and then get ready for training camp like this oh, is yeah. this is pretty much the perfect time. time what have you been doing this um, off season i guess or non-playing season it's working no um obviously you're gonna enjoy yourself uh didn't really take any any big trips this okay. off season but um yeah man been been down in tampa and kansas city i uh, just trying to get better as kansas a city from where you're from yeah okay. yeah kansas city Missouri. Where, did you grow up a chiefs fan yeah grew up chiefs fan royals fan you know uh-huh. um it's a pretty tight-knit fan base up there you know everybody they are yeah what do you think of uh, them booing Robinson Cano for his entire at bat of the home run derby? I mean, that's uh, Kansas City really gave it to that's, him. I mean, that's what do you think? That's what you get. You know? <laughs> what do you mean? That's what you get. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I, I, I think that that's uh, and that's the fans, man. They've spoken. You yeah, know, you gotta. gotta mm-hmm. So you gotta try. I guess you gotta go home. You gotta. Yeah, yeah there's, no, there's nothing you really do. You know. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been booed? like that anywhere um, ever no you by know an entire stadium i mean you talk about the uh really the three teams right around the area four teams i mean right. including nebraska you know nebraska of course kansas uh missouri and mm-hmm. my alma mater kansas state yes. and it's uh yeah man it, it gets pretty heated i remember going playing at, at kansas and just hearing some pretty pretty colorful stuff yeah it's pretty pretty funny i bet what what uh so who was your your guy for the Chiefs growing up, who are you a big uh, fan of? Who are you a follower well, of? First and foremost, Derek Thomas. You know the late great Derek Thomas. He was um, my absolute favorite. You know, seeing him come off the edge, um, him Neil Smith. I mean Marcus Allen. Uh, back in those days, you know, those were the, the glory days where you'd go out in the backyard and run around with your buddies. Where mm-hmm. uh, it was funny, my dad. Uh, I think it was in third grade. Got me a um, an authentic Derek Thomas jersey and. Man, I treated that thing like it was gold. I bet. Yeah, I bet. Do you still have it? Somewhere? I do. I do. It's tucked away safely back in. Uh, no kidding. Back in my ass, Kansas. Did you City. ever meet him? Did you ever meet Derek? I met him house? once. Yeah, I met him once. But I mean, I was I was pretty young. I so. bet. I bet. I'm gl- I'm sure you're glad that there's nobody who has maybe his ability that you see ever. I mean, every day. I mean, there's a lot of obviously great pass rushers yeah. in the NFL, but he was one of the all-time greats. Derek yeah, Thomas. He was, you know, so who's who's a guy that you that you think is the toughest pass rusher in the NFL right now. That gives, that gives your, your newly married friend, uh, Donald Penn, all he can handle to protect you know, your blind side from. The crazy thing is, I mean, Donald, I mean, he holds his own. You know, he, um, I really, I mean, I can't think of a game where he really had too much trouble. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, every now and then a guy gets beat and it happens. But, sure, of course. Um, you know, Donald's just, he's an absolute stud, man. But uh, I'd say maybe, maybe Terrell Suggs, you know. I'm not just saying that because I got an event with him later on tonight. Is but, that right? Yeah, I know. You're going to see but, uh, him later on. Yeah, no, no. Terrell Suggs, uh, he's I, that guy, man. He got Sizzle. after it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he is it's, definitely. Uh, yeah, and he's been that way for some time and sort of self-made too. Coming into yeah. the league, not many people thought that he could turn into Defensive Player of the Year, which he is right now. Yeah, no, he's um, and trying to think our division. I mean, John Abraham, you saw what he did when uh, he was on the line last year. Mm-hmm. Uh now, there, there are a number of guys, you know, that's it is the NFL, right? What happened last year? Let's start with that, with the Buccaneers. I mean, you go four and two, and then you lose the last ten. Yeah. And it was each and every game, the the heat got turned up on yeah. Raheem, and um, the coach lost his gig, basically, based yeah. on the way things finished. Oh, what no did doubt. happen last year in Tampa? You know, um, 
it's 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 tough. I mean, you go back and you watch the film, and uh, early on, I mean, we were we were playing great football, confident football. I uh, picked up from where we left off the year before. You know, um, went out beat the Saints early on. Went out beat the Falcons early on. Something we hadn't done um, as a young group. And um, uh, you know, I think it, we went out to London and um, really. I don't, I don't know exactly what happened, but uh, whether it was focus, confidence, but we lost a little bit of that, a little bit of that, uh, that spark, you know, that, that had been propelling us. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's tough to see things go down and in that way, but uh, no, it's definitely a learning experience. Well, from the outside, there was so much discussion about how uh, coach didn't get on you enough or wasn't uh, strict enough with a young group to have you as focused and disciplined for a sophomore season after how well you performed in the first season together. Would you say that's accurate? Well, um, I don't know. You know, it's, 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 it's tough to say. Cause I mean, you look at it the year before and I mean, Rames runner up for coach of the year, you know, and it's, uh, it's, it's crazy how this game works, you know, and it's, um, I mean, speaking from from what I know and what I can what I can talk about is, mm-hmm. I mean, as players, you know, you, you have to you have to really take it on yourself. I mean, all of us, just um, and I mean, in the leadership role, you gotta uh, you ask yourself, man, could I could I have done more? Just trying to spark guys, take more effort, like studying plays. I mean, studying film off the field. But uh, I mean, all in all, I mean, the the facts are the facts. You know, we we didn't get it done last year. What about your game? For this year, what are you? What have you been focusing? I guess taking your mental reps this time of year on. What have you taken away from what you did see last year? Saying I need to do fill in the blank for 2012. Yeah, there were there were a number of things, and um, one of the main ones was I mean um, relax. I mean it's as as uh, crazy as it sounds. You know, uh, you get out there, and uh, I'm I'm an intense player. I mean, uh, and sometimes and I forget to just relax and trust my training you know um a college coach used to tell me before every game he said and he said hey I, I don't expect you to be a hero I mean play uh play as well as you can for three and a half quarters and and if you need to if, if uh, the game calls for it then you got to step it up and, and put your cape on so when you say relax you're just yeah. uh tense you're not no, going I, through your mechanics properly because you're 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 thinking about what you need to be doing as opposed to just yeah, letting you, it fly i mean it? you have to you have to really break the game down i mean really one play at a time you know how how can you maximize the potential on on each and every play and um you start maybe you're down a couple of scores or maybe the momentum kind of shifted uh, out of your favor and um you look at the game and you say man i want to change it right now you know, and you start pushing, you start forcing the issue, you start uh, taking unnecessary shots downfield. And uh, I mean, that's really the time where where you see the mistakes, you see the, the errors that really are unnecessary. I mean, they're, it's not and you look at yourself as a player and you're saying, that's not me. You know, you, you want to go out and but it's yeah, it's, it comes down to I mean, relaxing, knowing what the situation of the game is, knowing that. um I mean, you can only play one play at a time. You know, you can't can't get it all back in one play. What veteran quarterbacks have you reached out to or spoken to um, for this sort of maturation process that you're discussing right now? You know, we had a great um, great guy, great mentor as a, a quarterbacks coach, um, and uh, Alex Van Pelt. I mean, he was our uh, played a number of years up in Buffalo, some years in Kansas City, and he was our, uh, our quarterbacks guy. Um, last two years and right i mean he had some some great advice you know talking i mean he's played with joe montana he's played with uh played with uh, jim kelly i mean he's he's played a started a number of games himself you know and he mm-hmm. just i mean the way he saw the game you know it was, it was, it was uh had a lot of great insight and and also um in warren moon you know he's been um uh, i mean a great mentor and um 
you know, it's they just talk about. I mean, you gotta you gotta always have confidence, but at the same time, you know, there there are gonna be times. And I mean, Kurt Warner is a great example. I mean, he talks about it. And uh, but yeah, those those guys have been great. And I mean, I, I feel like uh, we have I've, I've been blessed to have great coaches my whole career. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's uh, Greg Olson, Alex Van Pelt, and now it's um, Mike Sullivan and, and um, Ron Turner. You know, I've I've been blessed. How has Greg Schiano been different? How is how is how are things around the office right now in a way that they weren't the last couple of years uh, since you've been in the NFL? You know, I can't say they're that much different, but there's there's definitely um, more stress on I'd, I'd say uh, little things. You know, is his uh, core fundamental beliefs, but trust, belief, and accountability. That's what um, he's. Those, that's the, those are the words he's putting yeah, on the trust, report. TBA, trust, belief, accountability. You know, and that's um, that's big. You know, you talk about the Buccaneer way. What about going going about? Um, I mean, uh, leading the NFL and and a lot of things and class is one of them. You know, you have to be to go about go about things the right way. And um, no, it's 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 been good. You know, I'm, I'm really excited about. Uh, I mean, our team where we're at, and uh, I mean, we still got still got a lot of talent. You know, I think a lot of people forget that. I mean, you've got a a lot of young guys who who have made some plays in this league. Um, I mean, obviously we've made some mistakes, but at the same time, uh, we're young, so have a, a lot of room to improve and. I feel like we've got the the drive, the hunger to do it. Now you got Vincent Jackson too, and we got Vincent Jackson. Holy smokes! And Dallas Clark. Yep, two guys who've been there, done that. Certainly Dallas Clark in terms of winning a Super Bowl, and uh, Vincent Jackson um, having your back already by signing a contract with every single digit being your uniform number. And thank uh, good for him that I believe it was ten digits. That he had overall. Did he ever ask you to change your uniform number to nine before he signed on the know, dotted right? line? No, he didn't. But uh, that would have been a good one. Don't you think? Yeah. Five, I mean, fifty-five million is not too shabby. Ninety-nine is a totally different ball. Of yeah. You know. Yeah. What's that? What's your relationship like with Vincent so far? Uh, Vincent's great. You know, he's a guy that um, uh, came in, and I mean, he's just been a consummate professional. You know, he, mm-hmm. he comes in and, I mean, you talk about, I mean, we've got Mike Williams who's had success. You've yes. got uh, really Ben, Preston Parker, Sammy Strader. got a number of guys, and, I mean, Vincent comes in. You you always wonder how, how guys are going to be. I mean, you've heard about guys, but never really had the had the chance to be in the locker room with them, be in the mm-hmm. weight room with them, be on the practice field with them. And, uh, I mean, Vincent, I mean, he's just extremely positive, extremely hardworking. Um, I mean, he's always willing to help out anybody, you know, and, um, not to mention, man, he's a heck of a football player. Yes, he is. I mean, have you, has he already basically said to you, "I'm going to go vertical"? Said, "Throw me the ball." Is he? Has no, he basically I'm just kidding. Said no, that. He, he never said that. No, that's not. Well, it sounds I mean, like a receiver in the National Football League. That's not. I mean, that's 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 one thing I love about our team. You know, we we have nobody that's that's really like that. You know, nobody. Um, you know, guys. They. Uh, I think Coach uh, Coach Fleck, our receivers coach, mm-hmm. uh, he does a great job with those guys. But I mean, we don't have a. Like a, a selfish bone in the receiver room, man. Those guys, they go in every day. They get after it. They work, and um, I mean, they they try to hold themselves to an extremely high standard. And you've got Nicks now, Carl Nicks, to go with the rest of that offensive line. Um, how how far do you think this team can go in 2012? You know, um, be bold. It helps the podcast when you're being bold. At the same time, man, you, you hate that. You hate the. <laughs> you hate to slap slap. Uh, Slap a stamp out there, you know. I, I I think that um, I think we have a lot of potential to win to win a a large number of games. I do. <laughs> stay in bag, stay in bag. Well, that. no, I mean you did you did have a ten win season a couple of years ago. Uh, I, I think that um, you know, it's it's we we have a lot of lot of potential. You know, it's um, it's what we do. I mean, 
Coach Yano says it all the time that the time is our enemy. You know, it's uh, what does that mean? Means you have uh, fourteen hundred and forty minutes in a day, and it's uh, what you do with those. You know, and it's uh, I mean. Even even sitting here right now, I feel like I should be doing something to get better at playing well, football. Well, I mean, personally, I think you're doing something good by being here. No, yeah, no, you know what I mean. Yeah, like no, I feel, no, it's, I feel. I mean, seriously, on, here's a shower curtain that you're standing and sitting in front of <laughs> right now. But even just being here, the, the 20 minutes that we're discussing, uh, there's part of you that thinks that. No, I mean you, it's uh, that it's that you're not doing something to no, help you get sense, better not, in the football sense. It's, and, it's more, it's more. In, like, I mean, I'm. Becoming a more better rounded person, you know, like you said. You, know, you always have to think of the the new fiance or the new yeah. wife. You you have to. You have to. That's, I mean, I'm just trying to great help advice. you with that sort of thing. So hard because but we're we're a progressive podcast here. You know, we try to move things forward. We try to progress things in that respect. But uh, in terms of just you having the the belly that you're you're not in front no, of a book or you're not in front of a film. Yeah. I mean, is that, do you really do that when you're like on well, a plane or something? Or, yeah, or? no, for sure. I mean, it's, uh, and that's, that's how you become, become great at something, you know? And it's, uh, you have to, you have to, it's got to become part of your life. You got to integrate it. But yeah. I mean, that being said, at the same time, I feel like you got to have, you got to have, I mean, some sort of some semblance of balance, you know, within your life, whether it's you know family, hobbies, you have to have something that the football season becomes so stressful during the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so much pressure, you spend so much time, so intense that you have to have a, uh, an area that, I mean, you can kind of step away. And What do you and, have? What do you do? Oh, I got family. I mean, my little brother and, and sister live down in Tampa with me. Okay. Spend a lot of time. I'm very close with them. Give them a shout out. What are they my parents? Oh, Caleb and Aubrey. Okay. And I hope you guys are... Uh, if you guys are watching, they, listening. Of course they are. Yeah, no, uh, they're, they're they're great. Okay. Uh, then, um, you know, uh, I collect snakes. You 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 do what? I currently, yeah, I, I mean pythons and uh, boas. No kidding. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's always been. Uh, <laughs> I really okay. don't. It's, it's, Just cause, because because yeah, no, you can. I mean, I don't know where what? it started. I think uh, I got my first snake third grade. Right. Um, I've always it's always it's it's really strange, you know, because my my dad, I mean, he doesn't have a problem with them anymore, but mm-hmm. comes from family. Nobody likes snakes. My mom right. uh, hates snakes. Her mom won't even, I mean, wouldn't even go downstairs. Yeah. She'd come over and visit us because the snakes are down there. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's, it's a random, I don't know where Hobby. it stems from. Yeah. It's, it's, How many snakes do you have? Uh, right now I have five. You have five snakes? Yeah. Are they all in the same massive cage? No, no, no. no I They're couldn't. separated? Yeah. Have, what do you uh, have? Who do you have? I have an albino Burmese python that I think it's about time to, uh, I'm not going to dump it in the Everglades like everybody else does, but right. I think it's about time to donate it to a zoo or something. It's Okay. How uh, long is that? That's about eight and a half feet. Why wouldn't it be? Why know, wouldn't right? it be? Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's uh, an albino Burmese python. Burmese python. What's, it, what's the name of this snake? That's Calypso. Calypso. She the is an albino... Burmese python. She's not a happy woman. Because <laughs> you got her 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 new snake husband shoes. And I, yeah, he didn't. And I did you get didn't, her you didn't think of her seriously. I mean, Calypso would not be thrilled. Okay, so who else do you have? Um, then I have uh, Lithia, which is a blue-eyed leucistic ball python. Okay, and um, Lithia, Lithia, yeah, Lithia, yeah, Lithia, okay. and then um, Bruno, which is uh, oh, it's a different morph of ball python. It's a, just a clown. It's pretty cool. Lithia's got these bright blue eyes. Completely white snake. Okay. Why does it shoot a paper? And then so it couldn't be more frightening. Nah, it's a big white snake with blue eyes. You've got to be kidding me. Nah, okay, she's a sweetheart. Okay, then, sweetheart. Uh, yeah. Then okay, uh, I got actually two boas um, on the way. You know. Um, what do you mean on the way? On the way, actually, 
They're in San Diego right now. You know, I, I in got the them. zoo? No, okay. um, different breeders. Okay. You know, it's, uh, and I haven't thought of names for them yet, but they're, they're still babies. You know, I got a little time. How about it? Can we come up with some names right now? Hey, what do, what do you got? Let's name one Eisen and the other one Podcast. Eisen Podcast. I like Eisen. Too much? Eisen? Eisen. Eisen the good. boa? Eisen the boa. Yeah. yeah. Which is great because, you know, Jews don't do snakes. We don't do snakes. No? No, no, not really. All right. No, because I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine where I would keep them. What do you feed them? Rats? Yeah, rats, mice. I mean, why wouldn't you? Smaller ones, mice. Balanced, a balanced diet. Now, I will tell you a story, though. Sure. Um, the big one, Calypso. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, um, my little sister comes over and um, she's got some of her friends. So we open the cage and, I mean, this thing, um, I mean, it obviously, I mean, it assumes it's about to be fed most of the time when the cage is open, you know. <laughs> and I, I try to get her out, hold her, keep her friendly, but, mm -hmm. I mean, she just thinks it's, it's food and she's getting to the point where she's at a size where, I mean, it's, she could do some serious, uh, some serious damage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, this is eight and a half? Eight and a half. Okay, yeah. Yeah, That so, sounds like, you know, a damaged length yeah 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 so i, I mean i reach in and grab her pull her out for mm -hmm. a little while and put her back in the cage lock the cage mm -hmm. go about my business i guess one of her friends uh goes in like wants to do the same thing but i, I mean i was i'd already left i don't know where i'd gone but mm -hmm. um actually yeah me and my buddy chase had left um to go to work out came back mm -hmm. and my friend is like josh like the snake is gone there's nobody at the house before there was probably like 10 people at the house and uh snake, oh my god snake is out snake nobody can find it uh i have a uh a french bulldog puppy and uh, mm -hmm. uh and a uh english mastiff hold on, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on a minute you have a french bulldog puppy in the same house as a massive snake yeah that's that's like no it's that's it's, like uh, a pig in a blanket to this oh yeah to this no, snake the, right yeah and it's i'm like guys take this take the take the dogs upstairs lock them lock them in a yeah. room like get them get them away who let the snake out i i mean still to this day nobody's Don't fessed know. up but yeah. the dogs are fine no, dogs, the snake where did you find calypso where was calypso there's a um theater room right next to the room where uh, <clears throat> right next to the room where we keep calypso and uh man she had gone somehow got up under mm -hmm. the uh um, like the chair wrapped herself within the framework and uh oh my gosh yeah my me and my buddy alex and how'd you get how'd you get her out of there uh, we had to basically take all the chairs flip them over um went to the golf clubs we're trying to trying to get it so she couldn't couldn't bite you but and reach in grab her by the back of the neck and and uh get her out you know and it's uh and alex i mean he'd yeah, he, uh, he was the first one to dive in fearless. AJ, man, back from buddy from Kansas City, who right. was uh, on there at the time. But uh, no, it's crazy, man. It was, it was, it was, yeah, I would agree. It I mean, is crazy. You talk That's about nice. just walking around the house and you're you're like ah, you don't want to look under things because right. if you look under and just boom, you know. So it's it was, it was nerve wracking. That's that's when I think I made the uh, the conscious decision to maybe it's about time to let her yeah, go continue yeah because those things they live for a long time but man. get more in though i mean you're bringing two yeah, but, more in yeah but the the yeah they're not as big though they're, they don't get i mean the, they, they might the bows might max out at maybe eight feet oh the, the extra half foot is yeah know, i mean and, that and, that's where you know you're over your limit and uh, the thing is that Dude, i mean so the boas are in san diego and yeah. they gotta get to tampa does that mean you're gonna have snakes on a plane is that what that means snakes on a plane you're gonna have two snakes on a plane. No, yeah, it's gonna be uh, on whose plane is this? I I don't know. I I think it's FedEx. I think he, it's just like a he's gonna drop them off first thing in the morning Monday. Uh -huh. They should get. I think they get in 
Monday evening at 8.45. Who cares for these snakes when you're in Los Angeles? Uh, you know, they're pretty low maintenance. I think it's one of the reasons why we, uh, you know, snakes hit it off so well back in third grade because it's, uh, <laughs> you feed them and then you don't have to feed them again for a week. Have you ever heard the Ed Reed, Reggie Wayne story? No. They were roommates in, in Miami at the U and Reggie had a snake named Law. Law. Okay. And Reggie left on break mm-hmm. and he asked Ed to take care of the snake. Ed has no desire to see this snake, touch the snake, feed the snake, go anywhere near this snake. So he does not feed the snake. And then one day, Reggie Wayne gets a text on his phone. It says two words, law dead. Oh, man. That had law to- dead. And and re- neither Reggie nor Ed really want to talk about it. This is our subject. It's I'm sure subject. it is. I mean, um- law dead. My uh, my snake that I, I guess started my um, my growing infatuation for for snakes is mm-hmm. when my, my first snake Corby that I got in third grade mm-hmm. had her all the way up and um, actually I left to go train in Arizona and I let a buddy watch her and I mean he, he didn't even have the balls to text me and say that that uh, she was dead <laughs> she, he just said oh so you just found think, out no he just I think he's like oh I think your snake got out I'm like what do you what do you mean I think she got out and I found out later that um, yeah. Neglect, man, it's an awful thing. And yeah, you see, like no. people are getting prosecuted for uh, for neglect when it comes to, like dogs. But where's where's the, uh, the where's equality the... for snakes? You know? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think there might be. You're right. There could no, be a no bias justice. against snakes. So essentially, what you were saying is your balance are the snakes. Where you're talking no, about like, a balance that's, that's in your just life, one or just one, one part, one piece yeah. of the, the Freeman puzzle. You got one, any one more? Piece. Um, you know, I, I enjoy um, I go into the gun range and, and uh, okay. Shooting, you know, it's uh, it's fun. Something I've done for a while, and uh, no, it's yeah, it's extremely enjoyable. You know, it's uh, you know, it's a great fun. Me and my brother will go, or me and my buddies, uh, uh-huh. real good buddy Cameron. They live out in Garnett, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Got quite a bit of land. Go out there and shoot with him, and just gotta be careful with those things. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, no, it's um, for yeah, I mean, gun okay. safety from day one. Okay, that's good. Anything else? Um, no, in the off season to get a little extra running, I like to play soccer. Okay. I run around. You know, it's nothing, nothing too extreme. It's a great way to get some extra conditioning. Okay. And at the same time, uh, it's funny because I don't like to run back and get on that, get in on the defensive stuff because mm-hmm. I, mean, I try to avoid any sort of contact. I'm more of a one touch and move sort of guy. <laughs> but, makes uh, sense. Yeah, but um, you're a quarterback. But it's it's yeah. No, it's funny. I play with a, a great group of guys up at a facility called Cinco Soccer. Okay. Just uh, just um, just part way between Tampa and Brandon, Florida. And it's, uh, it's a pretty, pretty sweet place. Okay. It's a great place to go get a good run in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in season. You know, I used to play video games. I used to, we used to play a lot of video games. Like what? Back in college. You know, we'd play NCAA football. Right. Um, I never really got too big on Madden. But as of late, um, you know, I, 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 I did start getting back into it. And then I ran into Maurice Jones-Drew down in, uh, down in Orlando. And, and then what? I stole my... Uh, any sort of heart or inkling desire I had for playing Madden ever again. MJD did yeah. that to you? Yeah. Why? Because he, he was... It's not even not even fun, man. He First of all, he spends about 20 minutes adjusting his audibles and his defenses. Oh, he was too good at it, you mean? Yeah, no, it's just a whole nother level. MJD, Maurice Jones-Drew, so good at Madden that he has... Made me quit. Made you quit. I will never pick up a controller again. No kidding. Yeah. I feel, in a way, I feel bad. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm appalled. But I'm also, uh, I feel bad. Yeah. That was an outlet for you. It was. 
uh, MJD is a friend of this program. We can, we can, if you want to get back on on that Madden thing, we can we can work through yeah, it. We, but it yeah. seems like you've got a lot nah, going on. He's uh, he's a baller for sure. He is definitely a baller, and you are too. Did I hear when you came in the league, you said you were going to be the best quarterback in the draft class, better than Stafford, better than Sanchez? Did you say that? No, nah, those were not my words. But but you have heard that of, you have heard that that has been attributed to you, right? Some yeah. I mean, people people talk about a lot of things. You know, okay. it's um, you know, you you have to. And as a quarterback, I have to go into things with a lot of confidence. You know, if you don't have any confidence, I mean, I'm trying to think the exact quote. But right. uh, it's a Gandhi quote, but it talks about, um, I mean, men accomplishing great things. And uh, the moment a, guy, a man believes that he can accomplish great things, that's when he acquires the ability to accomplish them. So I mean, you always got to believe in yourself and, and uh, push forward. Interesting. You are you are an interesting uh, man, Josh Freeman, and I, I'm I'm thrilled to have you here. Um, and I'm have you ever been bitten by a snake? Have you ever yeah, been bitten by one? Number of times. And so that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't oh, trust uh, me. make you think. Okay, maybe maybe a lizard, <laughs> maybe an iguana. No, you know, well, I mean, iguanas maybe, are worse than snakes, man. What do you mean? They got they got. I mean, their teeth aren't as bad, but they got the tails. They, they can hit long. They yeah, can get man. you. It's like uh, okay. So I mean, yeah. then I guess something a little bit more mainstream, yeah. Because at some point you are going to have a significant other, okay? Yeah. And that snakes are going to have to go. You know, at some I'm, point in your life, the snakes studying. are going to go. It's, it's inevitable. They're yeah. going to go. I'll just tell you again because I like leaving. Like I said, people more well-rounded. When I got married, um, all of my belongings from my childhood, my uh, years in college, all of my belongings that got out of the main common areas of the house, sucked into one room. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Poltergeist where the, with the being in the corner yeah, of the room, it just, yeah. it all just got sucked into yeah. like, and then it got into, and then it was in a closet with a couple of things that are still around. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, now I've got kids and it's all gone. I mean, it's all absolutely gone. I mean, there's a certain things around in the house, maybe just a little bit. Snakes are snakes. I mean, you're you're yeah. going. Just I'm just telling you this right now. Enjoy it while you got it. I mean, it's just it's gonna I, go. It's gonna I, go. I, at one point, I may have to. I mean, I don't know. Get a, get a little apartment like uh, maybe on the other side of town. You know, just after practice, <laughs> no, that's, that's even more. I don't know. I mean, if you can if if you can handle that. I mean, I'm just saying that this is going. This is gonna. It's it's most likely gonna happen. I'm not gonna say it's definite because obviously you've got. No. Your own uh, beliefs and, and systems, and, no, I mean, and I'm just telling you, at some point the snakes are just gonna have to. It's true. not. It's gonna. It, I'm not saying it will be a deal breaker, but at some point it might. You may have to, yeah. you know, play triage, like give give and take. Yeah, sort and of I, thing. I'm, I'm, I'm already preparing myself for it emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna see you on, on Thursday night football. You're gonna be in Minnesota. One of you that you yeah. go Thursday night games. So we will see you. Then you'll what be. In, it's it's early it, on, isn't it's, it? It's I think. Gosh, I don't know the schedule off the top of my head either. Mm. But um, you're going to Minnesota, and we'll see you there. All we'll right. see you there. You're a good yeah. man, Josh. Right. Good luck to you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, be safe. Be safe. Keep the yeah. lid on those things. Yeah. No. And I might, I might have to. Uh, I'll tweet a picture at you. Would you please? Yeah, for sure. Oh, what's your what's your what's your Twitter? Uh, at JF five X. JF five. X. X. Okay. Yeah. Was JF five taken? But what's the X for? Just, um, I don't know. Just cause? Yeah. It's just different. No. Yeah. J JF five was taken, oh and I thought I someone squatting on Josh Freeman. It's me, Josh man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who it was. I, I I was up in um, I won't. Yeah. In my defense, I d it did take me 
two and a half years to get on Twitter. Yeah, I just probably like two months ago. Yeah, I mean, you just be careful with that too. Uh, the only, the only reason you can get in trouble with the Twitter sometimes because you just fire that thing off and you have no idea. Yeah, it, and you I'm, can't take it back. It's like it basically is like a, a nonstop press conference. You make oh, statements yeah. all the time and it's attributed oh. to you, and you, there's no context sometimes. Just be careful with that. And too. it's yeah, no, for sure. And you it's um, I'm trying to think. Like I've been a member of Twitter for maybe fifty-seven days, and I've got okay. thirty-eight tweets. Maybe that's it. So I'm not. How many followers do you have right now? I have no idea. I'm, to be to be honest, I'm not. Good for you. I'm oh, not okay. real. Not real. Don't get uh, caught up in that. So many players, by the way, that because NFL players, as you know, and you're one of them, uh, as competitive as all get out. This is a this is a competition as well. How many followers yeah, can you get? True. You have forty-five hundred followers right now. My producer just said. Oh yeah. It's a quality number. We're going to boost that. At JF5X, Indeed. tweet tweet a shot of Calypso to me, right. right? And then I'll I'll we'll we'll retweet it. We'll get that stuff out there, All right. for sure. At Rich Eisen is mine, and we'll, let's we'll follow. Eisen. We'll follow. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. I can't wait. Well, <laughs> I'll leave you with one more. One more. What else you got? No, no. The, 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 the main main reason why 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 I ended up getting a Twitter because mm-hmm. you know I'm not the most tech savvy guy out there. You know I I enjoy just nice face to face conversations. You know, but. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem was people were making fake ones. Like maybe I'd go take a picture with somebody somewhere and uh, they'd take it and make that a profile pic and make um, whatever at Josh five Freeman or Josh Freeman five or mm-hmm. whatever it was. And um, they would just write, I mean, some God awful stuff about my teammates, coaches, and it'd just be, I mean, just right. really a, a fan who and wants to, wants to get their, their opinion out there. So I would have people call me like, come on, man, I can't believe you would say that about, uh, about Mike Williams, I can't believe you'd say that about uh, about the defense. And I was just like, "What?" And you pop on the Twitter, and somebody's got a fake one up and running. So I, I felt like it was definitely uh, necessary to get one and get it verified. You have a, so you yeah. got the blue check. Yeah. You yeah. got the blue check. You're verified. Mm-hmm. So everybody out there, stop tweeting uh, false stuff. There's only one at JF5X. You're on it, and you're the original one. The and, original. You're, and 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 with f- three snakes, soon to be a family of five. Just keep the lid on that. And again, like I said, uh, what's Donald Penn's new wife's name? Putting you on the spot there. Oh, come on, man. Mrs. Uh, Penn? Mrs. Penn. That's what I was okay. calling her all week. Okay, Mrs. No, Penn. Come on, man. All right. You got it. You're going to add it. Robert's like, we don't know her name either. Well, anyway, uh, no, Donald. For Don- I feel horrible because I was calling her Mrs. Penn all weekend. Don't worry about just it. Don't uh, worry about it. So, so for Donald's new wife, mm. again, you've got to call Donald. Say what is she in? What is she like? What is she? Yeah. Where, where does she shop? No, I'm, I'm and def- then fire that off. I have to. Not I gotta, just, I gotta, it's not just about him anymore. It's about them. This, this it's time. about them. It's not just to him. It's an us. It's a they. You can get, actually, if you want, give them Calypso. Give them Calypso. Yeah, give them I, don't, Calypso. I don't know if they'd uh, <laughs> they'd welcome that into their home. They got a they got a two year old son. See what I'm know? saying? This is right. Yeah. At some point, the snakes are gonna. I'm just helping. I'm just again. You, you got to plan for the future. That's all. But in the meantime, enjoy the present and go crush it in 2012. I believe it's go Dominique. For it. Dominique? I believe Dominique so. Penn? I believe so. Okay. But I'm going to. There we go. Don't go out on a limb like that. We'll, we'll figure you it out. cut the end of the show. Yeah, we're cutting. <laughs> no, uh, no we're, we're on it, man. I... <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Okay. Thanks for coming on, Josh. No, Freeman. Rich, thanks for having me. You're a good man. You're a good I man. And good it. luck to you. Good luck to you. And we'll see you on Thursday Night Football Thursday in night. Minnesota, if not before. Can't wait. Josh yes. Freeman here on the Rich Eisen Podcast. Josh Freeman, everybody. Loved it. Josh Freeman. Law, you were you were not here when that interview took place. So No, I'm still, I'm still on the road. That is a class. I mean, I loved meeting him. 
Loved meeting him. He, he is enormous. He is enormous, but you know what else? He's 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 a kid. He's a genuine dude. Or is no, that? but he's a kid though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's a young man who is learning the position, learning the sport, learning the responsibility that comes with his position, learning that you have to give a gift to a couple, not just the guy getting married. <laughs> learning, I mean, learning that sure. snakes can get out. You know what I mean? Like right. he's still he's still growing. Yeah, I think you. Said, I would love. I'd love to do this interview with him in five years from sure. now, and just the, the difference. I'm, it's going to be. Stark. And I think you said it to me after the interview was over. Probably not a lot of people know anything about Josh Freeman's personality. And yeah, I think you saw it on full display here with this. That's great. Was he? Uh, was he short haired, Josh Freeman, or was he? He's short haired. He kind of had the. He kind of had like the top. Yeah, yeah. He sort of had like that like Nate f- Burleson's sort of yeah, thing like, going a, on. like a frohawk almost. Now, did you bring up the uh, the Ed Reed? Um, of course. You brought up the Law Dead of course, story. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, yeah. one of the greatest stories ever. Full time. Come on, man. Well, Freeman, Freeman's got a, Freeman's got a good one with the snake on the loose. It's a good one. They thought it ate the dog. It's a good one. Wait till I see Ed Reed or or Reggie Wayne. Tell them that story. He Although, was, the, as you know, Ray, uh, Ed and, and uh, Reggie don't want to talk about that. He anymore. was on board, though, I think, with naming one of his new snakes because, you know, he has two new snakes being shipped to him in Tampa from San Diego, and Rich suggested that he name them Eisen and Podcast. <laughs> 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 and he, he did like Eisen. He wasn't, uh, he, was, he wasn't totally won't nixing that, that idea. that be great? Okay, it's time to give away stuff. Let's do it. Love it. The at... Punter are people to t-shirts. We gave it to Brian Anger, the punter from the Jacksonville Jaguars when he was on the show last week. And uh, to make one up, we had to make up more than like three dozen. So we're going to start giving some away. And if the demand gets too much, who knows what we're going to do? Because the demand was huge. We asked you to tweet the hashtag punters are people to at the Eisen podcast or at my Twitter account or at Chris underscore Brockman. You even at at Topher Law got some. Right, I'm on vacation, I had no idea why what this was happening. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, going on okay, here? you're you're now up to speed. You're now on the same page. So uh, we also asked you to tweet that hashtag to the Facebook uh, page of of mine, Facebook.com/slash Rich Eisen. On the next podcast with John Lynch, we'll uh, give those away. Three T-shirts to the Facebookers away. But right now, it's to the tweeters, and we're going to do what we did with the Joe Walsh CD or the Billy Bob Thornton book. Russian Twitter roulette, right? Just random. Completely just random. And we you've just... got the at the Eisen podcast account up, correct, yeah, Chris the, Law? At the Eisen podcast. Get to that hashtag. Chris Hello? Law, who is the first lucky recipient of the Drum Hunters Are People to t-shirt giveaway? All right, and the first winner is Philip Weigenbach. What is he? At Wags119. Okay. At right. Wags119, and he tweets, at the Eisen podcast, Good show, medium, any color. Medium. Hashtag punters are He's a little guy. He's a little guy. I like it. Okay. Better than a schmedium, but. The Hasselback schmedium. Here we go. I'm going to get that hashtag up. You're going to pull up his page, Rich? No, I'm going to get. It's now my turn. From at Rich Eisen. I got tons, 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 tons. Let's get to it. Here we go. It's unbelievable how many people did this. Um, Here we go. Uh, Michael Sharnock. C-H-A-R-N-O-C-K. Even here in Britain, we know that. Hashtag punters are people, too. International, everybody. Somebody's going to be walking around the U.K. Nice. 
with that. Uh, Michael Sharnock, send your, uh, they should just direct message. Yeah, just direct message. Uh, have him direct message either at, at the, the Eisen, Eisen Podcast, Podcast or at Topher Law. And uh, it'll be billed the sender for the international shipping charges. <laughs> <laughs> per usual here on the Eisen Podcast. Okay, okay. We are okay. And Chris Brockman, what do you got? Uh, let's see. Just kidding. We will pay shipping. Let's see. Who do I have here? Dude. Lindsay Miller <laughs> says, in order of who's most likely to see Batman first, punters are people too. Okay. So a little cross movie promotion here. Uh, at L-I-N-D-S-221. So I think we have a female punters are people yeah, too. Yeah, just favorite that tweet too so we have it. Okay, uh, very good. We'll, uh, we'll go through it. There you go. We'll get those tweeted out. Are sent out. Not to bring everybody down, but of course, all our thoughts of the people who actually did see Batman first in, yeah. in Aurora, Colorado. Uh, that tweet was sent uh, before that uh, she, awful tragedy. She, she's from uh, South Dakota. Did you hear that uh, Peyton Manning yeah, called? Yeah, I, I heard a lot of the Broncos shooting victims? players did as well. Yep. Man, oh man. Heart, that was heartbreaking. Um, so we've got the Facebookers um, on our next show. Yep. Uh, In the meantime, keep doing this because we're going to keep giving it away. And Josh Scobie of the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, was tweeting about it, and I tweeted at him, hey, if you know, I got this shirt for Brian Anger, would you wear a kicker's one? And he tweeted back at me, I'd wear it with pride. So I think we're going to make up kickers or people too T-shirts, which means we're going to have a, we're going to have a lot of uh, inventory shortly. We're going to take over the... The t-shirt world? The, the foot-to-ball folk here. In the okay. This, is, this, this podcast has gone on long enough. Yeah. Don't you think? It's definitely gone on long enough. All yes. right. John Lynch, next week. Uh, next one. not this. Later this week is John Lynch. John week, Lynch. Yep. And then uh, we're going also for the TV show behind the scenes of the NFL game day morning Yeah, for TV shoot. show, uh, we have uh, some odd times this week. So for the audio listeners, we are on at midnight Eastern mm-hmm. Thursday. Oh, that's a better time than the usual. Well, yeah, because uh, we got NFL Network has live coverage of Inside yeah. Training Camp all okay. day, hosted by this guy Rich Eisen. Yeah, and uh, special total accesses, and then we have a three-hour recap show from all the live coverage. Yeah, from throughout 10 a.m. Eastern to 11 and p.m. Eastern. Right, we are around the clock. We are around of our the training clock for Inside now. Training Camp, and then okay. so you can you can catch. Uh, the okay, Eisen so podcast. training camp gave us a better time. Right, look so at we, that. So we got the Eisen Podcast TV I show. I'd have rooted for training camp to come sooner. <laughs> I'll tell you what. How fantastic our, is our, that? Uh, we, we, our, our, our programming department stepping up. We, we had our highest ratings ever. The, the week before I left, we were, our ratings were... What do you mean? Big, they were way up. Television there. ratings? We'll have a meeting about it. We'll talk offline. Yeah, our television <laughs> ratings. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Send, send out a Microsoft Outlook uh, meeting request. Yeah, actually, we someone... Please? Hold on. Let's see if I can pull this People up. I've gotten, like, I've gotten someone, like 50 tweets. Someone hit meetings. me up about a meeting that we needed to have a meeting about a meeting. something. Yeah, about uh, a, yeah, of course. Yeah. We, well, whatever it is, uh, we definitely need that meeting. We definitely need to have this which, meeting. Which show did all I'm the not, ratings? I'm not going to get to that. Which uh, show was it? It was... Uh, I'm trying to remember which one it was. It was three weeks ago, though. I'll show it to you. It's the, the number because it aired Excellent. five times and uh, oh great. Some of them usually do let me know. And, let uh, me know before my meeting with management, will you please? <laughs> <laughs> and law, welcome back. Welcome Chris back, Chris Law. law. Right Chris Law, Penn State apologist. No, okay, uh, let's uh, let's wrap things up. Good to have you back, Chris Law. Thank you. It's good to be back. Chris Brockman. Stay tuned for the International Shout Out of the Week with uh, the John Lynch podcast. Along with up. three more t-shirt giveaways.
also my uh, my article went up on the uh, NFL fanatics. Oh. Maybe we can touch on that next week or next podcast. That'll wrap it up for this one. Stay listening to 